Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. We're live. Vince LaRosa back here in Los Angeles. Travis Helwig is there in Columbus, Ohio. We are going to start this being probably, I mean, maybe not probably. This will probably be the saddest of all the happy foot, sad foot post-game live streams. And before we start, I would just, can I just say this before anyone gets too crazy? I know there's a lot of sad people and there's not many comments. So I know that's how you know people are really sad, Travis. There's like no comments. They're beyond sad. They can't even, they can't even be funny. I mean, um, I don't want to make any comments. <laughs> I know, I, I don't. I, I just want to say this. It, I don't think it's a failure. You know, say what you want. You can be sad, and I, I'm disappointed. Definitely a disappointment, but to reach this stage in what is undoubtedly the most demanding season all time in MLS history, and just to go to back-to-back finals is an accomplishment, although it should never be remembered as something super great. Uh, I do think that this is not as much of a disappointment when we get some space from it. But right now, I know, especially you guys out there, and I'll, I'll throw it to you now, Travis. It's My words are not going to make you feel better, but I think once you get some space, you might see some the full 360 of the season and feel a little better. But right now, you're probably feeling pretty bad, especially with kind of the way that that game went, because Columbus, I think, they won the game in the first half. Let's just be honest. They won yeah. the game in the first half. I, I hope my audio is okay, and I apologize if it's not. All I want to say is... It's okay to be really sad right now. <laughs> this was an incredibly frustrating season full of a lot of ups and downs. And we had, you know how, you know in tantric sex when you edge towards coming? This season has been us edging towards coming for 10 months long. <laughs> like, it's we've gotten so close in so many different ways. And I just want to say, first of all, we were outplayed. Like watching the game, we did. We weren't the better team, 
fireworks are going off as they lift the trophy here in Columbus. I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy I got to hang out with the 30 to 52 who sang through the victory of Columbus, even after we lost, who were loud, even when it felt really desperate at the beginning of the second half. Um, I feel really bad. I feel really sad. This isn't fun. I really wish we had a better performance, but once that second, uh, that, that once the PK went in, it was clear that we just didn't, we weren't, we weren't ready to play possession, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think, and I think a lot of the, if we want to talk just tactically, I think a lot of the tactical setup was to absorb pressure. But when you get in that mindset, sometimes you, you drop too deep and that's what LAFC did. They just did not have the kind of fight, not the fight, but they just, they, they didn't, they didn't close the spaces in quite the right way. And it just played into Columbus's hands. And tactically, I don't think they got anything wrong tactically. It's just, it wasn't executed as well as you possibly could have done it. And I, I don't think the flip side is you come out and you just play Columbus open. And I don't think that's a good idea. But now Darren, Darren's in. Darren, I want to start us. Travis said he's happy that he went there. I want to share one of my one of the uh, kind of taglines from my one of my favorite YouTube shows, Travel Man with, with Richard Iwade. And it, within the title frame, he says, "We're here, but should we have come? So should you have gone <laughs> to Ohio? Yeah, how yes. do you feel after that? Yeah, you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, it sucks." to watch a loss uh it was still amazing to be here to help support the team and to to be with the rest of the supporters to be with the rest of the fans it's still amazing to be here honestly i i can't like pretend like this isn't still like awesome that we did this it would have been a lot better if we had won the game but you go there to support the team and to love watching the game regardless that's that's always going to be true i love watching them play this is a tough game to watch for sure. It's a tough loss. They're not going to say they're not happy they played. So yeah, I think it, and that's the thing. I think it was always going to be tough, a tough game. Again, like we want to talk about the tactics. You were gonna let Columbus have the ball because LAFC's best source of attack was to cause problems, and then when Columbus came too far forward to get guys like Denny Boong, who finally found the back of the net late on in the game. Oliveira. A lot of people in the chat saying Oliveira not so good. I want to bring up one, one, one comment, which is I felt the biggest reason for the win was that they controlled our fullbacks. I being home, right wing's head, cheeky Palacios, absolutely non-factor in the game, going both ways and just kind of some errors. Obviously, Ryan has the error from the second goal. But for you guys, did you feel like the fullbacks could have been a little bit better in the game? Like, uh, let's be honest, LAFC. Their best players weren't their best players in this game. Like you, you just didn't have. I really, besides maybe Chiellini and Mario, who had a good performance in this game. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mario is the person that I pointed. I thought of. I'm like watching them spray champagne on each other in the distance. Mario is the only person I could think of that had a decent performance. People keep getting scared because I'm near a bathroom. Um, <laughs> it's me just hovering by a women's restroom doing this post game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's uh, uh, that's that's a thing. Men hovering near w- women's restrooms is not generally. I a just good am thing. trying to get cover from the rain while we do this. I mean, yeah. like, is it still pouring? How how? Yeah, it's sorry. I don't, yeah, it's I don't raining know. here. How were the conditions there? It was. It looked like it was pouring almost the entire match. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can see it. It's just like I, I mean, Kike Oliveira, bad game. Tillman yep. had a bad game. 
No, wait, Travis, tell me who had a good game. I don't think you need to list everyone that had a bad game. We'll be here the rest of the the rest of the live stream. Maria. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else. I like we we weren't prepared to have possession. I, I don't know. Like we just looked like the second best team. And that's honestly the truth. We were not the best team today. Yeah. Darren, do you have so, any I thought Georgia was okay ish. Oh, there goes Darren. I Uh-oh. I thought Georgia was good. And he didn't look slow, especially for his last game. I hope that's not his last game. Fuck, now I want him to come back. Here, here's one for you guys in the yeah. comments. Jeff Talk is saying he's so sad he cannot call in. That's that's how bad it is. The man that thrives yeah. in pain and depression, and he can't he can't even call in. That's how bad it was. Well, at least he's coming from the right place. I do have a guest here live. Oh, uh, okay. Hang on, let me. We've got. Ryan Wallace here from Season Pass. Let me get you the mic. Let me get you the headphone. All right. Pop that in. Right, Ryan, my, my man, my good friend. I want to ask you a question that I kind of left off with these guys. Start with who you thought from LAFC actually had a good good game, and then tell me what you thought went wrong. All right, so St. Chiellini is innocent of all wrongdoing. He played like an absolute madman out there. Like a younger, you know, more more visceral defender than he actually is, as he always does. A consummate professional, and was absolutely the strongest link on LAFC today. I think what went wrong was execution. You know, there was, there was a lot of loose defense. There was a lot of poor first, second, third touches. We couldn't maintain possession from the moment the game started. You know. They were dominating possession at an 80, 20, 70, 30 clip over the first 20, 30 minutes and even before the goals came. And you knew that that wasn't going to be sustainable. We were hoping that they could like get to halftime scoreless and then adjust uh, the tactics. And that didn't happen. Two goals in four minutes put them down, you know, a deuce, the Doa Seto, the dreaded scoreline. Honestly, they were, I thought they were fortunate to pull the one back that they did. It kind of happened crazy in open play. I, I'm surprised that LAFC got outclassed by the Columbus crew so thoroughly the way they did tonight. Like, that's really what it comes down to. The crew won this game. The 2-1 scoreline is a little misleading. I think that if we look at expected goals, I'm sure it's not 2-1, to one, whatever it may be. So, you know, we have to – obviously, we're at a point now where there's a lot of uncertainty between now and next season, decisions to be made. They've got a lot of work to do. Like, they don't get to do this under the guise of being back-to-back champions, which would have given them some leeway and some breathing room for, you know, the immediacy of some of these decisions that needs to be made. But they've got to work it out for them, and it starts now. So we haven't really brought it up just because I I do think we all agree the crew so thoroughly outplayed LAFC, and LAFC and anything they actually tried to do were so sloppy. But how did you guys feel about the penalty? Watching it from where I was – on TV, hits his chest, then hits his arm, which generally they they tend to not give those. Um, yeah. But the fact the fact that he didn't even go to look at the monitor, I mean, how did you guys feel in the stadium at the time? I think it was – go ahead, Darren. I, I didn't – I mean, I didn't like it. People I was standing with didn't like it. We were all kind of – we didn't have the great view, the vantage point because it was all on the far side of the field. So people watching at home had a better angle of it than we did in the stadium. But it looks – automatically like something that we at least wanted to check. I was surprised that we didn't check on it. I'm a lot more upset with the second goal than the first. 
I will say that. I'm a lot more upset with the second one. The, the first one comes down to more officiating. You know, penalties are difficult to block. As a former goalie, I put no, you know, poo-poo on, on Craig Pope for not stopping it. But that the second goal four minutes later was the low point of the game, obviously. And do you think do you think the second goal would have happened if the first didn't? That's a very interesting. When goals occur in such a quick succession like that, it's hard not to associate one with the other because it feels like the dam is breaking. You know, if, if the penalty is not called, the penalty is saved. I will say that the second goal was indicative of the open play of the first half hour. They dominated possession. They played the vast majority of the opening stage of that match in their own attacking third. So I don't know if it happens if the first one doesn't, but I'm not going to take the validity of it away from them because that was the way that open play was trending. Penalties are weird. Penalties are unfair. Penalties often lack justice, but open play is usually just desserts. So it's, it's difficult to take it away from them. Travis? I, I'm just watching all of the crew fans celebrate by the big trope. <laughs> it is deeply upsetting. I'm like, look, I'm very happy that you started the show the way you started it, Vince. I don't think this season is a failure, despite a lot of people going to want to say that it is a failure. That doesn't take away from how much it sucks that we got to three different finals and had three different failures and honestly, three different ways. Like the, the Campionis cup final could have gone either way. Maybe this is more reminiscent of the Leon game where we just were outplayed the whole time, but like we were outside of the last 15 minutes of this game. We weren't in it. We just were not in it. It was a poor performance overall. I think once Bogush came in, we had a little life, but maybe that's just me liking being attacking more and always preferring Bogush over Tillman a little bit. But I understand why you keep Tillman because we're trying to do the same thing that we did against Houston and Seattle. I think like it's just so hard because, you know, we don't know if we're ever going to see Carlos Vela again. We don't know if we're ever going to see Giorgio Chiellini again. We don't know if we're going to see Diego Palacios again. We don't know if we're going to see Calanacasta again. There's a lot of people on this team that that could have been the last game for them. And it feels like a really great stretch for the team. But I wish it ended in a way that at least felt like we had more of a fight than what that game was until the last 20, 15 minutes or whatever, which finally felt fun to watch, at least in the stadium. I don't know. I'm just sad. That's all. Of course. Ryan, Ryan I'm going to go to you for one last one before bringing in a caller. I'm going to kind of ask you kind of exactly what Travis was talking about. Uh, season for you? Is it a failure to lose an MLS Cup? Is this ultimately a failure for LAFC this season? Playoff run is not a failure because we made the final. And we made the final in an impressive manner. You know, we, we won the best two out of three first round in two games. We dominated Seattle in Seattle. I met Max and Crippo Masterclass. We, you know, exercised our demons with Houston from the regular season in convincing Western Conference victory. And then we just ran out. I mean, that this is kind of the story of LAFC's entire season. But we ran out of gas when we, when we reached the, the penultimate moment. Can I give two happy feet real quick that you just made me think of, Ryan? Yes. The first one is we don't have to play in the Champions League next year. And I know a lot of people wanted to play in the Champions League. But you want to know why we look like shit in half of those finals? Because we had to play 53 games this season. I know a lot of people want to play to win the, the continent, and I also understand we've lost in two of those finals. I know that's not what people want, 
if we want to win MLS Cup, we need to be more rested than we were. If we want to win League's Cup, we need to be more rested than we were. Second happy foot, I'm happy for Diego Rossi, and I just want to say that. I'm really, it was cool to see him play so well, and I'm genuinely happy that Diego Rossi, and to some extent Christian Ramirez, but less so, but I'm happy for Diego Rossi. But I understand why people might say it's a failure. Good points everyone there's a lot of people in the chat it's it's split like 50 50 in the chat so it's like some people are like straight up failure some people are trying are are trying to be more diplomatic like you guys Um, so i'll I'll say i'll say one last thing before before i pass it back to Darren. just on the entire season you know the the playoff run i won't call a failure because of how well we know the playoff run i won't call a failure because of how well we did we got to the final but overall yes it's a lot of games to play Yes, it's difficult, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. And if you want to be the best team in North America, if you want to be the best team in MLS, which LAFC has stated on multiple occasions is their overall modus operandi, then it's difficult to just explain away their performances in the in these these finals with you know exhaustion. Next season, they're not in Concacaf. And that will take off a huge amount of travel and gameplay from them. They better win U.S. Open Cup. They better make the League's Cup final at the very least. Like they better take advantage of this lighter schedule and have it translate into the trophies that, in some cases, they literally look past the season. Like we all remember the the, the traffic though against the Galaxy. They were looking forward to bigger trophies and basically threw the game. You know, when you're not in Champions League, you can't can't get away with decisions like that you can't get away with poor execution like that you can't just say ah we'll get them next time you know this season we said that a lot and literally never got the next time we lost what four or five trophies this season being very close to just about all of them i appreciate the fact that they had to play an extraordinary amount of football and that that definitely played against them at the end of some of these runs i hope that they're able to take advantage of the lighter schedule next season because if not Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Different, difficult questions will be asked. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, I'll know it. You bring it. You bring it, bro. You need, you need to get back on a podcast on a regular basis, my friend. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it now to, to Joey. Joey, yes, I brought you in here a little bit early, so I apologize. And clearly you're not in Ohio because there's sunshine behind you. What do you, what do you make of this game? Do you have any happy feet, sad feet? Do you have an answer to the question about failure? We're at, what we're doing is we're leaving this game with a lot of questions and not many good answers. Yeah. Which I have to say appeals to the rabbi in me. You know, when people ask good questions, I just answer them with questions. I'm fair. I'm pretty, 
I'm pretty fucking bummed out, but Vince, you're like my, you know, you're kind of my go-to guy for helping me keep things in perspective. I would want to beg to differ with Travis. Like, yeah, I wish Diego Rossi well on some level, but man, did I get to see like the, the shithousery, you know, at, you know, par excellence, like dude was, you know, he just got in our heads and Diego's going to Diego. Yeah, it's something that we've seen entire Mexican teams do to us. He single-handedly, I mean, it's just really disappointing to let this let the team look so mentally unwell. But um, I don't. I guess I guess I'm disinclined to call it a failure. Maybe maybe Travis is right. It's a good thing we're not going at Concacaf. I kind of you know I'm chomping at the bit to get back there, but maybe we need a couple of seasons to kind of rebuild and really figure out like how the fuck we're going to win a, a final in CONCACAF and not just get almost there. And just to um, clarify, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I think it'll be helpful. You know what I yeah, mean? Sure. Like it, it's not, I'm not happy about it is what yeah, I'll say. And, and I'm like, and I'm and also, you know, not only am I cognizant of that for the players, but I, f- I tend to forget the players have families and the staff of the stadium. And as a fucking fan, I'm exhausted. I mean, I, I kind of came on here a little bit, you know, like as you guys saw me on the Patreon, really trying to make up for the fact that I, you know, ran rough shot over your guys' pod last week. But I, I had, you know, flags covered in beer and I was trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do at the end of the season? So I got those handed off. I can talk to you unsafely while driving. Now they have, you know, evidence of my criminality right here. I'm happy my brother Danny made it out there. It looked like the black and gold were very fucking solid in Columbus. And, you know, now I kind of think we have a burgeoning rivalry with Columbus. I kind of think Columbus is now like the Philadelphia team that I want to just like keep on going at again and again and, and beat the shit out of them because it bummed me out today. I'm, I'm pissed off. This was not the Hanukkah present I asked for. It, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's rough, but, but I don't know. There's, there's some bittersweetness here. They they fought really hard. Giorgio looked insane. He just like out of his mind. And like Carlos Vela, I don't know if you guys mentioned it. I was on a little bit late. Carlos Vela ran to the fucking end line, like chased down a, a defensive play. It was the only play. interesting game. The only interesting play we made all game was Carlos Vela stopping a goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. There was you know Denis Bouga's shot went over the, the bar. Kellen Costa's shot went over the bar. You know. I guess they counted Denise's goal as a goal and not as an own goal, but anyways, thanks for having me on. You guys are the best. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with Isaiah. I feel like we're in enough trouble with the with the flares. Maybe we shouldn't jump anybody, but yeah. Joey's making reference. Gonna... Isaiah said Darren and Travis, you need to get in a fight with some crew fans. So so bring some scalps home if you can. I would say 95% of the people we've met are the nicest people, and there's been a couple of assholes. Yeah. But I would say almost everyone's wonderful here. Yeah, it's a, it's okay. Yeah, painfully nice. Typical uh, <laughs> also, I think if we tried to fight anyone, we would put up a similar performance to LAFC. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, <laughs> uh, we're not the guys to do that. Thank, thank you, Joey. You win uh, because you have you have sunshine at least. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take you off. I'm gonna bring in Andy. Uh, Darren, do you have you have something? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, I was going to say, oh, we're back here. I'm, I'm rotating. I'm rotating. Okay. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm trying to keep this this look, thing. so keep it. <laughs> okay, cool. I was going to say the other thing that we ran up against uh, is that 
it felt like we finally got to the last stage of each of these opportunities. And we were like, people figured out how to beat us. We, we winning until we got to that point where someone figured out how to beat us, executed it exactly the way that they wanted to. It works. And it wasn't the same way every time necessarily, but there were times we were pushed a little bit. There were times we were just outplayed, but like, we kind of just like got as far as we could until someone else smart enough to get up to do what they knew was going to do it. Got there. So, I don't know. It, 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 feels, it feels easy to frame it as like, we were good enough to do it and just kind of blew it when it's like, maybe we just weren't. We were just like, we need to be a little better. Just like, Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a level-headed approach and, and a, a perfect time to bring in who is one of the most level-headed commenters we have on here. Andy, I started the show by being very pragmatic and very demure about LAFC and saying it's not a failure. Are you going to one-up me and go farther or are you going to tell me I'm wrong? Was what was your, What is your take on this? Well, you're, absolute, you're absolutely not wrong. First of all, great time here in Columbus echoing. Everybody was so nice. I, I stood next to nagby's brother-in-law in line for the bathroom and was just like oh it's so wonderful that you guys flew out from la and everybody was wishing us luck before the game so for the fans they they had a great time they deserved it but no yeah point i the happy foot is we don't need to play a thousand games next year we get to play like what 14 games so we got we got a real shot at the number one trophy in the league, right, Vince? Sporter Shield, baby. You want to win the most games. I, I mean, that's always the most fun to me. If you can spend six to seven months beating the crap out of everybody, that's going to be the best for your fans. I, I just I love to give it to the fans because trophies are for fans Agreed. ultimately for me. So uh, that's that's my take. Agreed. And look, you know, it was a great season. It's like you want to talk about quote unquote failures coming up short in the big game. Ask 27 other teams. Or how many teams are in the MLS anymore? I don't know. Ask 27 other teams if they, if they want to trade places with us right now, if they think this would be a failure. Yeah. My household, you know, we're, we're in Nick's household. We were celebrating a second-round appearance last year. We were lighting fireworks. So I'm not going to call losing by one goal in the finals a failure. I get it. Be sad. I understand. I'm mad. This was, this was a great season. Make the championship. Falling one short of going back to the back. We're, we won it last year. No regrets. Great time here in Columbus. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday to Taylor, who's here with me. We made the trip out. That's hey, all Taylor. I got. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Andy. Your your Wi-Fi is a little bit rough towards the end, Thanks, so I'm going to drop you out. But happy birthday, Taylor, and thank you for coming on and safe trip home. I'm going to drop Andy out, guys. I'm going to put this comment up for us to talk about why I bring someone else in. Oscar says, time to do some house cleaning at management. Does anybody have a take on that? Yikes. Steve Gerundolo is 7-1 in the playoffs. Next question. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm that, not ready to do that at all. I'm going to leave I mean, that paper. I, I, so. I, I will play people and expand the scope to just the league. Because you know, this, this year did represent an opportunity to win five trophies. And we came up short in all of them. So not just acknowledging the league and acknowledging the more complex universe that MLS is entering into, very similar to you know other domestic leagues around the world. If LAFC has these aspirations to win you know, everything that they play in, I guess the question is, is, is there just a limit on how long a player can go? Or does anyone here view the shortcomings of this season, whether it's CONCACAF 
whether it's League's Cup, whether it's Open Cup, whether it's the MLS Cup run, does anyone act, I blame Steve for anything, for any of those, you know, coming up short? I think I blame the roster construction more than I blame Steve. I think he realized halfway through the season that the way we win games is in transition and by hunkering down. And we swapped the way we played pretty early on in the season. I don't think we played the same style early on in the season. So I feel like I don't necessarily, I actually think Steve did a good job of making it a viable season. And our roster was one in which we had a single goal scoring option. And he showed up tonight. Outside of that, we don't have the goal. Vela can't do it anymore. Um, I think we have Fufu and Kike coming, although Kike didn't play the best game. I think we have good people coming. But outside of Buanga, our midfield and our front line are not where they need to be. And hate to say it, our back line is going to look a lot different next year. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think whenever you acquire a new player, it's it's going to be a gamble. But I think when Mm -hmm. we landed each of these players this season, we all kind of like saw the logic that was behind it and we supported it. That said, a lot of them just didn't work out. Like it was clear that Kike didn't have it tonight at all, but he didn't come out because we didn't have anyone better. That was the problem we had. It was like, if Mario was the Mario that he was supposed to be, then like he would have came in that game way sooner and been good enough to, to perform like that. Game. Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll yeah. add, I don't, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Mario wasn't going to come into the game at all until they scored that goal. But I want I want to go to our guest who has, who has a name. You guys can't see it, but I can see it in the, in the offstage bikes and barbecue, which makes me happy. Cause that's something that I would love to do right now. Uh, yes. Let's 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 keep going down this thread. Where how do you feel on the way Steve and management has done this season? Would you call for a change in the in either of those? No, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I this was this was definitely not our best our best year of transfers. I think we got uh, I think Matty Bogush. I think we're all really happy with with him and hope he sticks around. But that's is that it? <laughs> It, it, am, I, am I missing somebody? I, I might. I might have a poor memory. That is entirely possible. But like, he's the only Olivera. one. I'm, I'm, I think Oliver. Sure. Would yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. But yeah, I, I. I think this team has earned enough trust to to uh, you know not start throwing people out after one. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's be honest. It was an incredibly disappointing season. We were up for so much and just you know. Came way empty-handed. Like that's that is a bummer for 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 everybody. But you know, we're still in the playoffs, competing for everything. Like you know, short of like Open Cup that we kind of gave up on, and that was pretty clear we were not interested. League Cup would have been nice to have made a, a deeper run in that, but I don't blame the team almost for like wanting a little bit of time off at that time. I was like when we crashed out of that. Mm-hmm. Of all the competitions we were up for, and I, I was really excited about League Cup. I, I was I, I was excited mm-hmm. for the the thing, but you know when we crashed out of it, I remember thinking this this time off is going to be great for us, and maybe it was a little bit. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it's a disappointing season. But I'm not calling for eggs myself. I I two things on that. I think uh, to Travis's point about Champions League, League Cup is so much uh, like almost an amped up. Champions League and I know it's not as good of a trophy but I think what MLS is really trying to do there is kind of supplant 
Champions League by it including really, all the LM, League MX teams. So if you miss out on Champions League, you still have League's Cup. So I, I, I that's kind of really my felt. Feeling. It felt like more indirect competition during it than than I kind of expected it to. I kind of thought this was going to be a side thing, but really it, it had the feeling of of like a good CCL. Although mm-hmm. you know without without the Mexican teams getting to host getting to host on their on their side, which is which is kind of unfair because I guess half the fun is getting to play play away. I do think that might have to be adjusted, but that'll that'll yeah. take a little time. My my second thing is it does look like you are out there in Columbus. So as somebody that has traveled, what is your you know what is your happy foot and sad foot on the season? Uh, it's hard to do a happy foot sad foot for this game because I feel like they're all sad feet. So give us yeah. your happy foot and sad foot on the season. Happy foot. Uh, I guess I guess my happiest foot on the season would be that Belonga is still with us, still firing on all cylinders. Seems. From everything he's saying, like he is committed to like being with us for a little while, so that's that's that is solid. You know, I'll, I'll be curious to see what the what the front office can do, like in the off season. It would be great if we could do more of our. I mean, by necessity, we're going to have to do more of our moves in this window than than like the the mid season window, like we like we tend to. That always kind of bummed me out, like that we would do so many moves mid season, and then like you have limited time to really get everybody everybody clicking. I'm hoping we can kind of come into this season with more of a team and be consistent and not overworked. And I'm I, happy foot. I'm, I am optimistic for next season and curious where we're going to go. From. Well said. Thank you. Thank you for joining the show. Have a safe trip back from Columbus. Thanks. Gonna, Thanks for the show guys. See you next season. Thank you. I'm going to go back to the, to the guys. Cause I feel like we're, we're winding down a little bit here, guys. Then yeah, you know. where can you hear me still? I can't hear you. You're, you're frozen, but I can hear you. Um, okay. Can so, I read you guys? Can I read you guys a comment to kind of end out, and I'll let you guys kind of end the season. Sure. Okay. So this this comes from Jack, and it says, "I want to thank you guys for a great podcast season. You are the best. You make me laugh, and I learn." He did add special thanks to Vince. In my opinion, he I think of you when I think of LAC, and I think of you when I think of LAC analysis. But let's leave that Vince part out. He said special thanks to you guys, and I want to thank you guys because I do think that what you guys have done here has been pretty awesome throughout the season. And just seeing the people, the way they talk, like honestly, being in the chat and the way people talk about the game, I feel like we've upped the comedy. We've upped the the ability to talk about the game and just like people are friendly and it's fun. That's been a lot of fun for me. So I want to throw it off to you guys now. Darren and Travis, as you guys think about this from Columbus, Ohio, of all places, which I'm sure you never imagined you would be for the last live stream of the season. Uh, what is your what is your happy foot and sad foot of the season, maybe, or just a thought? Let's 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 end it out with you guys. I want you two to take us home. Sorry, I wasn't letting me unmute for a second there. Can you hear me? Okay, it's pretty windy. It was perfect. It was perfect timing because I was just talking talking your ear off. So perfect timing. Oh, no, no, I, I heard everything. I heard everything. Uh, Go yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that you said. I, it was been an absolute pleasure to do this show and to share our experiences with everyone who hangs out and listens and watches and hangs out in the chat. I mean, I'm happy we came, like I said before. We've really, I think, found a way to make the experience of going to these games and watching these games, being a fan of this team, really fun. And I have you and Travis to thank for that. I have people who have been listening and watching to thank for that. People like Ryan and other people, podcast hosts, people who are also in the community to thank for that. This is a really special thing that we have both the team and the community around it. And that's going to be back next year. 
it's all going to be in different form. They got to take a different approach, but I'm really happy that we, we started this and then we built it to where it was. Damn, you're right. I definitely never expected to be in Columbus right now. It's fucking insane. But yeah, cheers, Travis. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, first I want to say we're you're going to be around in the off season. So don't think that now that the season's over, this is over. We'll let you know soon. Oh, yeah, we got a lot means. of fun stuff we can do, for sure. As we were walking, Vince, as you were talking, I'm walking now to the bar where I'm going to get blackout drunk with all the 30 to 52. And I walked by a man. I've already had to tell drunk. Travis that we shouldn't go on scooters while live streaming to this bar. <laughs> but, but I walked by a man who was a stranger to me nine months ago. And now I know him by one name, Danny Two Nips. And I know that that is silly, but I think it's very rare in life to be able to like build a community with a group of friends. And it's been an absolute pleasure to do it with Darren, one of my oldest friends. And like I said last time, Vince, you, one of my newest friends. And to be able to meet so many fucking cool people, so many people in Columbus, Ohio, um, to just chat with and, and like who would say that they enjoy the show. And it means the world that, Literally, it means the world that anyone would ever want to hear what we have to say about this team because we love this team just like you guys do. And Vince, I want to make sure that we give you a very special shout out because um, you're better at this than us, but you understand why this is fun and cool to do. And, and from the beginning, it's meant the world that you're like, hey, I want to do this with you. And um, I don't know. It's been a really special year for me. It ends in a really rough way. But I think that's the nature of sports. And I think what's even cooler is that we've been able to build a world where I can see Danny Tunips on the street and say, hey, that's a friend of mine. And he goes by Danny Tunips. <laughs> I, uh, I can only say thank you to you guys and, you know, when we, when you guys first asked me to be on the show, I, I said, of course, because I, I loved your guys' show. And then when we kind of talked about me being a regular thing on the show, uh, I kept telling you guys, it's fun. And I love that you guys have fun, and I'm happy to bring anything I can. And Travis, I think you make maybe the, the best point of all this. I think we learned more about sports from this season than we could have if we would have won everything. And not to say that I didn't want to win everything, but I think we, we all can kind of walk away from this and, and have taken a lot more and learned a lot more about the nature of sports and the nature of competition. Oh, and they finally made it into one frame. Oh, that's like Inception. I don't think that's what the movie Inception is really about or what it means, but I feel like that it, it's fitting. Yeah, Darren, if you can somehow get yours. Yeah, keep there you go. Oh, this is weird. Yeah, it's just, it was incredible. I think for everyone that has watched, listened, commented, even the people that don't comment and just hang out, uh, you guys are awesome. You know, it's happy foot, sad foot. I can say that you guys are officially the toes of our feet. Is that, is that how we've, is that what we've said? I mean, cause you can't really be a foot without toes, toes. I mean, you can, but the toes are really what keeps it going. You know, you know, balance without your toes. So I think that's what I'm trying to get around to. I'm definitely you guys are now, and it definitely works. You guys are now obviously causing some trouble because there's police sirens. Yeah, they going. found us. Oh, they found us. So why, why don't we wrap it guys? Well, I'm awesome. going to reiterate what, what Travis said. Like one of the big things that we, when we first started this was we were really admiring what you did. And we wanted to add to that. So I just want to second what Travis said and say, and, and just thank you so much for being a part of this and taking it to such a huge 
other level that now I'm so excited to keep doing in the off season and the next season. And I think we've got something we can really build on here, but I also want to take it back to the, like, we should be, we, we can talk about ourselves all day. <laughs> Let's take it back to the team and say, and, and say that like the work for them starts tomorrow. And there's, there's a lot more we can build on with the team and, and content that we can, that we can make and, and ways that we can make this even more fun starting tomorrow too. So I'm excited to do that. I just quickly want to end on one last thing. I want the fucking cup back. I want the fucking cup back. Yeah, the mission starts now. Mission starts now. Darren, you've never been more, more coachly by saying the work starts tomorrow. I think they'll take tomorrow off, but you're, you're right. We want the cup back. Let's go. Starts tomorrow. And uh, that's it. We're going to wrap. I'm going to wrap it from Los Angeles all the way to Columbus, Ohio. If you are listening to my voice in Columbus, Ohio, and you're not already at a bar, go find Darren. Go find Travis. Buy them a drink. Get drunk. But please get home safely. We'll see you guys when you all come back. And like Travis said, we will not be going away. We're not going quietly. There will be plenty offseason. I think LAFC's offseason moves are due in a week. So Darren and Travis and I will figure out something to do around there. And we'll be around. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, do you guys have one last thing? Do you want it? Should we end it the way we always do? I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Thank you. I guys. love you. Bye. Be safe in Columbus. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for the season. Thank you so much, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.